0: you're listening to the dirty dozen podcast this week's artist van halen the original lineup now it's time to grab your little guitars and head on down to main street to visit those atomic punks rob heitman and jacob newkirk (laughs) hey there jake uh uh i'm rob and i'm jake and welcome to dirty dozen podcast episode eight wow so we're moving right along i guess uh I want us to take this opportunity, before we get going, uh, to thank everybody who's listened and has been active on our Facebook page. A special shout-out to Nick Eckert. I don't know if you know this, Jake, but mm-hmm. he uh, put his own Def Leppard uh, Dirty Dozen up.
1: Oh, he's participating. Yeah, he's
0: participating. And uh, Was it correct? He No. <laughs> but but he, it was, he, it's correct for Nick, which is good. Right. Uh, he included three songs that we didn't have on either of our lists. Uh, Let's Get Rocked. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. A love and Affection. I don't know that one. And have you ever needed someone so bad? So yeah. him and his wife sat down and they did that list. So really? That was good. Yeah. yeah was good. No, Nick, thank you so much for being <laughs> involved. I truly appreciate it. And uh, it's always good to get another opinion from somebody who, who likes the bands that we cover. Uh, I'd also like to thank Michelle Stewart and Stephen Petrie for uh, comments on our Beer Float video. Uh, speaking of Beer Float mm-hmm. videos, we just did another video a couple minutes, a couple minutes, minutes ago. ago. It's still you know, going around in my stomach. Yeah, I'm feeling it. And... It's our drink of the week, It's our challenge of the week, or whatever you want to call it. I did a search, and I said, what's the most disgusting beer drink that anybody says is out there? And it came up with this. It's called Horse Jizz. It's not actual Horse Jizz, thank goodness, because I don't think I could actually drink that. No. But it's half beer, and we had uh, Mexican beers, and half milk. (laughs) And it sounds really bad. It's not quite as bad as it sounds. I don't know if I'm going to order it in a bar anytime soon. What about you? Uh no, no 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 no, but it'd be kind no. of fun to do maybe the, for know, the reaction yeah I think it's worth trying. You just know to everybody see the look should try horse jizz every once in a while, <laughs> and I hope we don't get like a, a explicit because of, we're saying this, but that's that's the name of the drink. I'm not trying mm. to uh, do that. And this week we're drinking uh, Lagunas. Lagunitas Lagunitas. I always said yeah. that wrong. Lagunitas IPA, and uh, we'll be talking about that in a little bit. And before we begin, uh, just a quick note. This is all. For uh, Anyway, we'll be critically reviewing the songs that we share in under 15 seconds of each tune unless there is a specific issue or criticism that we need to highlight, and then we may need a second clip. We have hmm. Spotify playlists. Just search Dirty Dozen Podcast on Spotify, and you can listen to each of our lists in their entirety on Spotify, and all the dimes can go to the people who we're, we're covering, in this case Van Halen. Hmm. Uh, we also have an ultimate playlist which is also dirty dozen podcast and look for our ultimate playlist just subscribe to that and every podcast you'll be up to date and you'll have the new songs as they come through okay uh this way all the monies go back to the people who are covering it all right now jake yeah tell us how the original van halen affected the life of jacob newkirk
1: um <clears throat> the first exposure that i can think back of was watching uh my mom had mtv on and the the video for Jump was on, and I remember um, I had a little kitten, and I was playing. with Oh, the hold cat. on!
0: It, 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 just a sidebar before we yeah. get going here. It seems that there's a a theme coming through. What but is whenever that? I asked this for me to week. It's like my, my mommy first, says uh... that my mommy started listening <laughs> to this, and then she gave me the kitty cat. And I paired. I'm the... oh, no, just kidding. Okay. Hey, my mom's cool. Let's <laughs> go cool, though. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: But uh, so yeah, the video was on, and that I, I mean. The Music, I guess, was uh grabbed my attention, but I think it was just the the jump part. And uh, so I was on the couch, and every time he said jump, I would jump, and then the kitten would jump with me. And it was uh, so that I mean, that's was my first memory of. Oh, so of, you came uh, out on, like I mean, 1984, yeah. You know, 1984 rather. was um, I was, I was four, so yeah, um, so yeah, that was uh, the first exposure, but then yeah, you hear you hear these songs everywhere still. I mean, Eddie Van Halen, Guitar God, so
0: yeah, I. Yeah. I remember when i first started listening to it uh i was learning to play guitar really i, I mean mm. i had started playing since i was like eight or nine so i had been playing for a couple years so i'm a little older than you are mm. and uh, my first guitar was a kramer focus 1000 uh. because i bought it <laughs> shortly after you know in the early 80s uh which is something that's very akin to what eddie van halen uses he had a like a Strat that he made but he had the one double hummucker and everything and I remember, you know, practicing and practicing, and I used to sit with Van Halen music, especially. Yeah. Uh, and I remember playing Hot for Teacher and being able to play the intro level. And a buddy of mine, uh, Tony Lamantia, if he's ever out there, uh, I was sitting there playing, and he's like, "Dude, why do you 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 shouldn't practice anymore? You're done." <laughs> <laughs> because we used to get together and play, and he was learning and I was learning, but. I picked that up first, I guess. And, uh, it's an impressive lick. Yeah. It's, it's fun, but yeah, I mean, it's really, I'm still learning to this day and I still have a lot to learn. <laughs> uh, but, uh, needless to say, Van Halen is a big point. If you look at my wall, I have Van Halen one up there, uh, which, well, we'll talk about it. Uh, but I thought my list was going to look a certain way and have a waiting up by album. And it really wasn't like that. Hmm. And, uh, well, but we'll see when we get there. All right. Um, so we're let's just talk about the beer real quick. I'm gonna go open it. I haven't even opened mine yet. I'm still drinking the. I had a little bit left of the Pacifico I was drinking earlier with milk. Uh, I'm not drinking the milk anymore. We downed it there. You know because we have to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna pour it. You hear, <laughs> can you hear the, the the banging of the glass? And it's it's Lagunitas. So it's clear, crystal clear. A bit yellow. Well, yeah. (laughs) Obviously, it's not like it's not water.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Crystal clear Pepsi,
0: but it's uh, (laughs) smells good. Nothing notes are hitting me. I'm still recovering from the milk. I think.
1: Yeah, got to cleanse that palate.
0: Yeah, I do. Oh, it's good. It's nice and a little hoppy. Yeah, uh, which is what I like, and uh, has a good flavor. So Lagunitas IPA. So please, you know, if, if you like that sort of thing probably something good to pick up
1: yeah, it's a good one yeah it's always a good go-to that and um sierra nevada usually been pretty consistent
0: i'm a big stone guy so stone oh, yeah. I, if anytime i'm i'm in a bar and they're like we have this blah 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 stone ipa i'm like done yeah that's it
1: pretty much anything stone i'll yeah I'll put or argan bastard on. is one of my favorite yeah. things
0: but that's not an IPA. but uh, let's, anyway let's do that next time yeah, we should. We
1: should have done it today, because David Lee Roth is kind of an arrogant bastard. But, he yeah. be. I don't know.
0: I, you know, he may be just misunderstood. It
1: comes with being a good front man, then.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. So, you want to just uh, roll into this thing? Well, uh, yes. So, honorable mention, or what you like to call just missed the cut, what do you got?
1: Uh, mine is off of the newest album that you kind of uh, gave me homework to do and listen to before this, so different kind of truth it came out when like a couple years ago yeah it was like
0: uh, i think, I think like right 2014 now.
1: oh 2012 actually 12 oh was it 12 okay um so i listened through and it wasn't horrible um and then i had read actually that a lot of these songs were from the 70s uh that kind of just you know they never did anything with ideas and mm-hmm. then wolfgang listened to them and like brought them out to be like oh let's revisit this and rewrite some stuff so that being said, I listened through, it wasn't bad, it wasn't amazing, but there was one kind of standout track to me that's called As Is.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, that's one of mine. Like, I have four good. on that, and I'm not going to do it in mine, mm-hmm. but the four songs I like on that are You and Your Blues, As Is, Honey Sweet Baby Doll, yeah, and good. Stay Frosty was kind of fun.
1: Oh, yeah. What about uh, Blood and Fire? That one kind of looked it. A... Yeah, it was okay, I, I yeah. but
0: those are the ones that... Like, the back half of the album is better. It's kind of weird. Like, Tattoo kind of gave me a bad feeling. Yeah, I do not like like, that opening track. Because I couldn't really get into that. But, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, As Is was great because it's, like, it's heavy. Like, it's got a cool, heavy intro, and it's a lot of that Eddie flash that you look for. Like, that fast rock and roll sound that just, when you think of Van Halen.
0: The cool thing, I think, about uh, As Is is it has that drum intro, and then there's, like, this chord heaviness a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. When it comes through, and, and then it just all of a sudden you think that's what the song's going to be, and then all of a sudden the guitar comes in, and it's like kicking you in the takes off, yeah. and it just like fires off. I was like, oh my gosh, I really enjoy this as well, and let's fire it off. That's awesome it's a it's one of those cool songs and we're kind of keeping it to 15 seconds which is painful a little bit because we want to kind of get it and listen to the whole thing so so i am going to go another way here uh i thought of doing you know one of the four songs that i like off of a different kind of truth i thought of doing oh some of the songs that you would expect to be on here that aren't on here and kind of give some homage to some of the things that i don't particularly like but many people may Or I thought of even like the Van Halen, they did The Best Of, Volume Mm. 1, and they had these two songs, Me-Wise Magic and Can't Get This Stuff No More. Mm. Thought about doing that. But the song that I'm going to put here, uh, I decided to mention the most impactful solos that changed the instrument and uh, music industry itself. I had it in my top 12, but I decided it was kind of more of a solo than a Van Halen song. Uh, So I'm including it here in this, whatever, honorable mention area. Of course, I'm talking about Intruder on the Diver Down album. I'm kidding. (laughs) No, no, I'm I'm talking about Eruption. Uh, It's one of these songs that completely changed the way that guitarists play from from the whammy techniques that he used. It's not just the finger tapping, but finger tapping was definitely something nobody knew. And I'm sure if you're an employee of Guitar Center, you probably are not very happy about this because you probably heard some aspect of eruption every day for the last 35, 40 years, right? About yeah, 30 years, yeah. whatever, right? It really introduced tapping to a world that didn't even yeah. expect it. And Eddie Van Halen became this icon still to this day. And this was the main reason for it. I remember ingvay coming out and trying to be like, yo, it's so easy. Look at Eddie. I'm going to go play it. But it's not the fact that there's other guitarists who can play it. It's the fact that he came up with it, that he took that leap. He took that leap when nobody else was doing it. Yeah. All right, so let's get a little taste of Eruption, because it's awesome. Just freaking awesome. Anyway, that's my honorable mention song. Good pick, yeah. I really wanted to put it in there, but I was like... At the end of the day, it was more of a solo than a song. I was going to
1: say, it's not much of a song, but yeah, it's an awesome. should be song, talked about.
0: It. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just start. We're going to get into our actual Dirty Dozen, and uh, we'll do... Jake, why don't you lead off with 12, and then I'll come mm-hmm. in and do 12 and 11, and then you'll do 11 and 10, etc., until we get down to the bottom. All right. Um, so, number 12. Yeah, <clears throat> number 12. Jacob Newkirk.
1: Might be a little uh, surprising, but I did like it a lot. It's off Women and Children First, and it's the song, Could This Be Magic?, Okay. Um it's not like your typical Van Halen song but it's I just love this kind of old-timey acoustic song and uh, I always kind of love when they would do this this sort of sound throw these songs out there so
0: I like this song too so let's play a little bit of it Yeah, it's good stuff. Mm. What was it that really drew you to that one as opposed to I'm a, always a fan of
1: like um nineteen thirties blues, like kind of a lot of that old stuff, the real simple approach. So um whenever yeah, I, I mean it, it has, has that like
0: slide sort of intro with like the, mm-hmm. the folky sort of feel, old time and, and it has the name of the, the album in that song as we heard there actually Yeah. I loved it too. It was one of those songs that sat outside of my my 12, but not that far. Okay. If it was a 20 list, oh, all right. it would have actually been on there. Surprising. Yeah, I, I, I quite like it. Good. So that's uh, Jake's number 12. Could this be magic off of Women and Children First? Now let's go to my number 12. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> this is one I'm kind of cheated. Okay, <laughs> It's not really cheated per se. The reason that it is actually two songs, they cut the intro out for radio. So oh. they have it two separate. And this is off of Diver Down. Uh, one of these songs that I just absolutely loved, Little Guitars. Now, the intro he plays on a nylon string guitar with no overdubs, but he uses a pick for a lot of it. Not the way that the traditional way to do that is, right? Right. But he'll pick on the high string, and on the left hand he's tapping a yep. lot of that stuff. Yep. So it ends up working out quite good. And I've impressed with this song. I've always played it, and I always loved it. Let me just play the intro. It's actually two songs, so maybe I'll play a little taste of both. I don't know. That's him picking and tapping right there. Anyway, that's the intro. And I always kind of listen to the song together. So the main song has that echo delay driven riff. It kind of gives it a distinctive sound. Let me play a little bit of that now and then we'll be good. That's uh, Little Guitars, and you can see it's kind of like a syncopated delay thing he's got going on there. Mm. So that's pretty awesome. Okay, my number 11 is right up Jake's alley, I guess, Mm. based on his first pick. And this is off of Van Halen 1, one of the Mm. iconic songs, one of the iconic David Lee Roth songs. I think think we matched. Yeah, you have this uh, coming up too, Ice Cream Man on Mm. Van Halen 1, David Lee Roth Acoustic Shuffle. And I love it in the second chorus, they just step on that gas, Yeah, and it takes it to this whole other level, and the solo has swing to it. And Eddie kinda of takes off. So this is your number eleven too? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> awesome. There we go. So talk about Master
1: it. Match early on. Yeah, it was just a cool bluesy tune. Like you said, it has a cool uh the start, um, and then takes off and goes crazy. But it's it's you know, Dave's silly
0: lyrics, but uh it's just a great tune. Okay, let's listen to some ice cream man.
2: And if you let me cool you one time, you be my regular style. Alright, boys.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting. I almost, I'm kind of anti cover songs generally, yeah. but that one I threw on there, I was like, yeah, but it's, it was done. It was so different the way they did it that it was unlike any of the ways that song ever was done before. Mm-hmm. So uh, I put it on there,
1: yeah, especially because when Van Halen, all their cover songs they ever do, I really didn't like. I've never liked a lot of the the cover songs. So
0: yeah, it's surprising how many <laughs> cover songs they actually do, especially the whole idea with "Diver Down." They had Pretty Woman that Mm they just cut a one-off. And it got so popular that everybody's like, you have to do an album. You have to do an album. They were not ready for an album. They were getting ready for 1984. And they're like, okay, let's just do it. And they went and they did a boatload of covers on that album. That Mm -hmm. album's almost entirely covers. There's some difference that aren't. Uh, Little Guitars, a couple other ones that aren't. But uh, yeah most of them are
1: i don't even like that album actually well yeah it's
0: <laughs> because it's mostly covers and I, they do a good job of doing kink songs pretty much uh mm-hmm. okay you did 11 so what's your 10 okay number 10 goes
1: to the first album van halen one okay and it's the opening track running with the devil wow it's a because it's solo are you surprised yeah I got it. uh only because i don't know maybe it's kind of where when i got into van halen was a different different era but okay. um it's still an amazing song and i think it's just it, it's great because you get introduction to david's uh david L. roth's like his crazy howls that he does that's <laughs> yeah, his signature sound but um yeah it's just a good uh, uh representation of those the vocals that he does
0: okay we're gonna get why don't we just focus on the hook here and then we'll do the verse or the chorus later mm-hmm. at some other point maybe if maybe if, if perchance i have it on my list which i do and i don't have it at number number uh 10 right? Okay, here it is. Yeah, it's, it's it's awesome. You know that horn section that sounds like a train coming in at the beginning? That hmm. Gene Simmons, when he actually first saw Van Halen, he wanted to sign them. And he brought them to his record uh. label to try and sign them and they didn't it didn't go well but he did 15 songs with them in a studio in new york he had them go to new york and do it and whatever reason they didn't go with it but the one thing they capped off the running with the devil demo that gene simmons did was that horn section that came in the beginning all right so they kind of kept that and that's because it sounded so awesome and that was I, one of the cool things
1: i thought i'd heard some about that before but i never um knew all those yeah, details really
0: he pushed for them he's like he loved them he's like dude no these guys are awesome you mm-hmm. have to use them and In fact, there was a time where he actually tried to steal Eddie Van Halen from the band.
1: (laughs) I believe it. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) that
0: was later on. Yeah, I read a couple books. One's called Running with the Devil, and the other one's called Van Halen Rising. It's really interesting Mm. reads. Definitely check that out if you're into that sort of thing. All right, so that was a quick uh, 11 and 10. Yeah, we shared. 11 was shared. (laughs) Okay, mine is off of Women and Children First. My number 10. And this one was a tough one. There's there's a lot of ones that I could have put here, but this is the one that really kind of jumped out at me. It's everybody wants some off of uh, Women and Children First. <laughs> it has that cool kind of jungle feel in the beginning with the baboon and David Lee Roth noises in the beginning. Long, really long intro but the vibe is like colon response with the guitar in the verse. The chorus is good. It seemed a little bit messy, but it was good. The melodic solo wasn't as crazy as some of Eddie's solos yeah. are. I love it when Dave steps back and he'll just start talking.
1: Yeah, his banter is some of my favorite parts of a lot of songs.
0: He kind of kills it. Hold on a minute. Let me give me a second. Let's see if I can get to it. Everybody Wants Some, um, my number 10, and I do nine now. So this one's off of Van Halen 2, Beautiful Girls. One of, <laughs> I really enjoy that song. It's, it's, it has that shuffle, and I think David Lee Roth and Eddie are like this. They're like together mm. on that song. It's, it has that perfect mix of really good guitar playing and cool vibiness and, and David Lee Roth's eccentricities, I guess. The verse is catchy. Yeah. The chorus is just awesome and david shines and anthony michael anthony his vocals are such glue and and a lot of people don't even realize it that without his harmonies and everything i don't think david would be as good as he was without michael anthony at least early on Mm -hmm. and so anyway let's get a little beautiful girls here beautiful girls great tune any thoughts on beautiful girls
1: no it was on my my list of like spare parts here but I didn't didn't put in there actually I didn't have any Van Halen too oh no I got Uh, got yeah
0: I hear you just uh you, but, you it, like, you but like it the was pop on there. songs, you like you're, you're all you're, I can't wait for all the keyboard <laughs> stuff. <And laughs> yeah. Your number one is nineteen eighty four. You just like the solo from nineteen eighty four, the nineteen eighty four song. Just, Not the album. Yeah. The song. <laughs> yeah, twelve uh, times. Okay. Uh anyway, uh your number nine and your number eight, please. That would be good. Oh yeah, this okay, nine. you're
1: right, you're right. Number nine. Okay, this is also off Women and Children First. Oh good. And it's and the Cradle will rock. Uh, I don't know how high it is on your list, I'm assuming it is on there.
0: It may be on my list. Um,
1: Yeah, my favorite part is that kind of the smooth solo that goes into the where he's like, "Have you seen Junior's grades?" and then it goes right into that real the payoff solo where it's a little more intense. But um, Yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's that same part is I actually have it. If you looked at what I wrote down on it, it's like, "Have you seen Junior's grades?" Yeah and then the solo break and the stop and the right. start and that's yeah it's perfect
1: it's, uh, it's, daily Roth banter it's again it's juicy
0: I may talk about a little bit more of that later but let's <laughs> hear uh, Cradle roll Rock have
2: you seen Junior's
0: grades? anyway that's yeah. and the Cradle Roll Rock it's not that far actually from me but it's Good. it's not as drastic as say oh running with the devil maybe but, but we'll see <laughs> all right so that's number eight and the cradle will of rock offer women and children first Jake's number eight that was my nine oh you're nine I'm sorry you're now nine. my number
1: eight is off the first album mm-hmm. and it's Jamie's crying
0: hey we have a winner
1: oh yeah is that your number my number is, eight wow we're lining up too
0: we're lining up
1: um yeah recognizable okay. drum intro mm-hmm. um those the silly tuned toms i always say his toms and even a snare kind of sounded weird tuned but but it was a sound that's how he did it so whatever but um yeah and then that bass just locked into that kick drum it just was good tune
0: yeah i love like the hooky vocals and the chorus and, and just I, I like it when he's doing like a story it's, yeah. when david's david's just in this like space and the harmonies are great in the song and you have you have both eddie singing and you have mm. Michael Anthony Michael singing Anthony. and and it really kind of pulls it and it's not one of these it's one of the only out- songs off of the first album I felt that aren't guitar showcase uh, blistering okay. fest that's actually it's just a good song yeah I don't I true. don't think the guitar steps out of Jamie's crying it's like oh my gosh it's still there and it's still right. forward as it should be mm-hmm. but it's not one of these songs that like. It's gonna be this whirlwind of guitar licks throwing it down your face. Let's hear some of Jamie's Crime, both the actual correct. If anybody's following along, (laughs) if you do not have Jamie's Crime as your number eight song, you're wrong, because Jake and I both (laughs) nailed it. So uh, here we go. Two for five. There we go.
2: what i don't
1: like i guess is a good point to comment on it on these first albums was the panning where it's like michael anthony's bass is way over here to the right and then eddie's guitar is to the left and it's like if it just seems so separate and i don't know why they were into doing that early on it's actually uh,
0: interesting like the way uh ted templeman when he went in he was the producer and he took them a lot of bands go in and kind of take their album and kind of make it all glossy and mm -hmm. that was not at all what he was about Especially with Van Halen, because they were sort of this live band. Yeah. So the only songs that even had guitar overdubs on it were Running With The Devil, Jamie's Crying, "Fury Your Love Tonight, and Ice Cream Man. That's only with mild overdubs. Mm-hmm. It was kind of treat. He wanted to treat it like a demo. Mm-hmm. And he had them playing live. The only person who wasn't in the same room was David, who was in an uh, audio vocal booth. booth. <laughs> and they did work a little bit more on his vocals, but they took full takes. Mm-hmm. But it took a while to get the right take they wanted, as opposed to uh, they took just a full live take from the band for each for the track. Oh, it wasn't yeah. really edited I, or cut up. I like that. So it's it's more like who was that? It's just those, to?
1: those hard pans, especially if like you have I don't know like one one speaker in like a headphones or something. And you're just missing out entirely on mm-hmm. <laughs> or not entirely because you can hear some bleed over, but yeah. it's still it's just yeah. You just gotta get better headphones, when you're yeah. right? <laughs> or just wear both in yeah. ears at the same time
0: it wasn't david or eddie when they were talking about this they were saying that when you do an album it's either a work of art or a snapshot the way that they looked at their albums is it was a snapshot of where they were at that point Mm -hmm. such a great album i think they recorded it at sunset sound in hollywood for forty thousand dollars they said that the the studio was completely looking like what they called dave's basement because they were a party band out in pasadena Uh, Pasadena. and they used to just crash there and practice there and you know there's beer and drugs and everything you know they have different names for the, the drugs krull was cocaine i don't know maybe it's like Croll. i have no idea where it came uh-huh. from i thought
1: you were gonna say snow i heard they were called snow way back in the the uh, party yeah, days
0: if they had special names for it that wasn't even on anything it was just weird and this uh, drug moment is <laughs> <laughs> kids don't do drugs Not good. okay all right uh yeah my number eight is jamie's crying boom so and my number seven is off a of fair warning It is Unchained Uh, Iconic riff Starts it right off Has a bunch of flange going Verse is carried by the licks that are underneath it Great chorus, David Lee Roth is on this I thought you never missed me until I got a Fat City address You know The solo is another quick hitter Dave has his breakdown Come on Dave, give me a break Hey, hey, Mm hey One break, coming up It's just one of those Van Halen songs that are just It's fantastic So let me give you a little bit of that that's my number seven so we're back to jake for seven and six look at this we're cruising right along yeah
1: we're really what's close like, too
0: what's your uh thought on the, the ipa that we're drinking it's good
1: i've had it so much though it's just kind of like whatever but yeah it's, it's just it's water a tasty one yeah it's just like water <laughs> just <yeah>. another weeknight <laughs> and, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's tasty
0: it's moving through it's usually we have a little more more time with the songs or whatever but uh so uh, we we pound the beers a little quicker. So yeah. It's a little slower <laughs> drag today because we're just like pop 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 pop. Yep. So that's okay. All right, Jake seven and then number six. seven.
1: We just heard recently. Everybody wants some cool tribal drums. I like more of that David Lee Roth banter. I didn't know you had
0: that on there. That's good.
1: Talking about the uh, yeah, you didn't see that one coming.
0: Yeah, I probably did.
1: But... Um, yeah, talking about the the way the line runs up and down the stockings, and uh, yeah, just a great tune.
0: Okay, so let's just give a little taste. I don't know where I'm going on this one, so we'll just try. But <laughs> well, here's some of the drums that... Jake there owns. you go. <laughs> and listen to those vocals. It's, it's <laughs> mind-blowing. Okay, so bring, bring it up just a little bit more than that. Some of the instrumental on that is just fantastic, mm-hmm. and you can hear it everywhere. So yeah, it's, it's cool.
1: Crazy. Takes its time to kind of develop and. Everything. Yeah,
0: it's like this really long intro, but some yeah, of the stuff is. they do in there is just fantastic. Like we just yeah. heard, is fantastic, and they're really talented musicians.
1: Yeah, builds it. nicely.
0: Okay, so what do we got for your number and six? And my
1: number six was your seven, Unchained.
0: Oh, good. So we're, we're actually... We're pretty close. We're doing surprisingly yeah. close songs. But this
1: is one of my fave songs, actually. It's kind of lower, but it really is one of my favorites. Um, I love the, the guitar riff and the effect on it. And more of that David Lee Roth banter that you can't get enough of.
0: Banter.
2: <laughs> Ooh, get some leg
0: for... I really want to hear the end of that. That's, that's my time, but uh, <laughs> tell us how you do. So I'm up, right? Wow. Yeah, moving. that was
1: my six. Yeah.
0: Wow. Seven and six. So my six is your other one, which is incredible, and the cradle will rock. So um, mm. the, the flange, the green strings, yeah. We talked about it before. Uh, it's really kind of classic. It's uh, one of those songs that just. It has to be on here. So here we go. Yeah, and the Cradle will Rock on uh, Women and Children First. And it's interesting, like, if you would have asked me before I went through this exercise, and those of you who don't know, we sit down, we listen to every song done by the artist, in this case, every song done with David Lee Roth and Van Halen, mm-hmm. uh, and take notes on every song. And we kind of sit and we get, like, in this world of all we're doing is listening to this over and over. We had songs we liked coming in, and that may change or something as we start moving through it. But I I wouldn't have thought that I'd have as many songs on Women's and Children First no, as well. I had on it. or I would have thought it would be more 1984, or maybe more mm-hmm. other things. And when it came out of it, it really wasn't like that. I don't want to give too much away. But it was weird how that kind of dynamic shifts. Yeah. I don't know, you have some sort of vibe with that too? or
1: I think um, I knew which songs I liked, but I didn't really uh, realize it until it was kind of laid out here where some of my, my more leaning favorites are. But but I was the same way. Yeah, Women and Children first was kind of heavy. Um, and then I saw albums that I didn't even pick anything from. So that was also interesting to me.
0: So you didn't pick pick anything from a lot of albums?
1: Van Halen 2 I didn't pick. And also uh, Diver Down.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I was pretty much... I, I picked all of the major ones. I didn't pick uh, the last one, but I right. kind of put that separate. It doesn't uh, count. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of saw this as the original lineup because uh, Michael Anthony wasn't part of right. the newer stuff anyway. Right. Uh, but it's too
1: many Van Halen's now.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. It's so weird to, that I have to kind of set this up. All right. Uh, my number five is Panama off of 1984. Hmm. Hits you in the face with Power Chords from the beginning. Iconic Riff. The dive bomb, little dive bomb in there. Uh, the guitar harmonics into that like, catchy driving chorus. Dave being Dave. Breakdown, you know. Allegedly it was about this like racing car they saw in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. The Panama Express. But Dave, on different occasions, gave different stories about how Panama came to be. So you never 100% know that that's actually true. Uh, I heard one they said it, it was his car and he liked it growing up. or It's Dave. So yep. you, you don't know 100% what the right. truth is. The cool thing about this song is Eddie Van Halen revved his Lamborghini, he he pulled it up Lamborghini and they mic'd it up for, uh, for the breakdown part and maybe we can try and find that that's yeah, it's just awesome it's it's one of those songs as a guitar player that was like one of the ones that i picked up off of that and then yeah before it was just like that's what, it's just such a driving song i gotta love it and I, I imagine i may hear it later yeah, yeah. it's gonna be there it's gonna come <laughs> later but that's my number five is panama and so five and four for you jake uh
1: okay number five it's off first album ain't talking about love okay It's just that signature eddie riff love that drop down part and like the third verse i think it is I, again it's just one of their all-time best
0: yeah no no doubt this is like one of those songs that me playing guitar that's one of those i picked up and i can play i can play some acoustic and people can sing along to it mm-hmm, so yeah. it's it's kind of a fun it's like a, uh, a the david lee roth style verse it's a guitar lick driven tune yeah you know it's, yeah and it grabs you right from the start and he did some really cool overdubs which i'll talk to you about in a little bit maybe Okay, Jake, number four. Good
1: stuff. It is. Number tough. four. Um, We're all. talking
0: about all this stuff at this point, uh, unless Jake goes completely in left field <laughs> and pulls a really crappy song. It's just like iconic songs that, that our kids are going to know. Of course, yeah. yeah. It's weird if you think about it like Spotify or Apple Music or whatever, whatever it is through YouTube,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: You can find songs from anything. Like I have a, someone yeah. says, oh, this song was based on something by Otis Redding boom and i say you know siri give me otis redding or alexa or whatever give me that song and it pop boom oh yeah. it's just such a, a weird generation it know is know I
1: mean? we're spoiled with um i remember like if you saw an album you'd have to buy it and then go listen to it that was the gamble you had to take well you had, to know somebody who had it yeah otherwise you just it was like a shot More in the dark FM you know? radio, right? you know? yeah
0: just like oh and you have to wait but, for me it was like Wait for that metal hour because it wasn't, yeah, you know, they didn't have like a lot of metal stations, it was like yeah. a metal hour it was late at night, late at night. Yeah. And you used to tape it, and I have to make sure I tape it. I'm all, okay, I taped it because they, you know, it's like yeah. an hour and they play like seven songs, you know, yeah, a I mean? bunch because of commercials. commercials. Yeah,
1: we got all the yeah, That's true. We are, uh, we're spoiled right now.
2: Okay, so, number four,
1: yeah, from here on out, you're probably gonna see, uh, a heavy album that I I kind of lean towards. Okay. Um, maybe not the same order that you might think, but this uh, obviously is the shining album to me. And it's the nineteen eighty four album, okay. and my pick number four is Jump. And I kind of mentioned my first Van Halen experience with the song. Um, it's got the uh, that synth, the keys going on, How does and then jump go? Uh, a... might as well play it.
0: Okay. <laughs> I just remember like the the solo from that. Yeah. And I remember the the only
1: guitar in it, right? That's where
0: Yeah, I mean, for me it was this is always kind of like a weird song. I, you know, it is. Because it's kind of like it's the end of an era. It, it, it felt like yes. they were they were trying to do something way too different.
1: Little uh yeah, it was kind of, you know, obviously the 80s that was kind of the synth sound was dominating
0: i know and then they went with it and i was like oh
1: well that's why the band resisted right i mean you you read about how even david e. roth was anti all of this kind of this sound and stuff that was going on but they ended up being i mean these are great hits of this album and uh,
0: oh yeah no doubt yeah. and the the video was fantastic and you see mm-hmm. david doing this iconic jump karate and, stuff, and stuff yeah right? he does it he did that for whenever he played yeah it. so uh anyway let's get a little jump <laughs> At least we got a little guitar in there for that little second that <laughs> yeah. I, I play for you. Uh, of course, because you're leaving it to me. So it's, you're going to hear a little guitar on most things. So jump. Interesting. Good tune. A very popular tune by Van Halen. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so that was your four. Uh, jump. Okay. I'm surprised it wasn't higher. higher. But... Really? No, I'm just surprised for you. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number four is one we just talked about. Uh, Ain't Talking About Love. Van Halen 1 for me. It's Van Halen is, 1 is my 1984 for you. Mm-hmm, I think and so. It's such an amazing song. An amazing album. The the really cool thing that I, I can talk about here for a quick second is uh, the guitar solo uh, in Ain't Talking About Love. He used a sitar to overdub. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I thought that was always cool. I didn't I didn't actually know that until an I started listening really start to actual it actually. Yeah, yeah, an actual sitar. They hmm. they overdid it. Hmm. The solo, a lot of his solos just kind of jump out at me. Here we go. Uh, let's hear a little bit of uh, Ain't Talking About Love. You can kind of hear the sitar there a little bit, if you really listen for it. I, I figured, just play that section so you can yeah, hear it. I forgot to pay attention to it. Well, it's, it's one of those weird things. I mean, you're a drummer. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's like, you're like, well, the symbol he hit, you know that symbol? That symbol is from the island of Crete. And he played off of there. The only yeah. other person who ever played that symbol that was blah, blah, blah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I got you. It's kind of like that for me, I guess. Okay, so that was my number four, Ain't Talking About Love. And my number three is off of another one of my favorite albums. Really, one of my first Van Halen albums that I, I had. I love the song. It's called Center Swing. Oh. It gets you right from the start. It's really one of my favorite tunes by them. I, I wish I could play some of my favorite parts, but this is the only album, I think, by uh, Van Halen that they actually have profanity in it. Uh, the mute strum, he does this little... And I, I kind of feel myself waiting for it. It's awesome. Mm. And it has this amazing groove and the, the tune and, you know, get, get 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 out and push. And then he goes into this awesome solo, the breakdown, you know, see by Silhouette. It's really one of my favorite tunes ever by Van Halen. Huh. So uh, it's number three. I couldn't quite put it at number one because that would be a lot. But uh, <laughs> here we go. To
2: your senses, we yes, you
0: gonna... That's Center Swing. That's the number three. That's correct number three of... Uh, Ball of I'm
1: surprised it made it on the list,
0: but No, it's yeah. it shouldn't be. That's the best third best song ever. <laughs> it, it could have been jumped, but I decided not to go <laughs> that way. <laughs> okay, Jake, three and two. We're to Number three, here.
1: uh off the obviously best album nineteen eighty four. You picked it already earlier, but it's Panama. Oh. oh good. Um yeah, I just love that riff when it kicks in at that thirty second mark, I think. Um just a high energy song, just scoots, driving, pounding drums. Um, David Lee Roth banter as well, so it's good. Yeah, that was where the riff just came in.
0: Yeah, no, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's it's a, it's an amazing tune. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I had those five. You just got yeah. it wrong because you should have <laughs> swing there, and then you would have been fine. Then you would have just yeah. adjusted at that point. <laughs> no, it's okay, go ahead. It's number three, and now we're at number two. Yeah, number two. So now,
1: these last two songs um, rival my number one, and actually, my number two. I feel like deep down in my heart is actually my number one.
0: I don't know what it could be because you already said jump
1: i know it's jump again what do you think it is if you're uh
0: Um, uh, i'll wait
1: yeah it is actually really oh that's that
0: was just a a shark guess i was thinking of from 1984
1: and and, you know it's probably maybe silly but this is like maybe my favorite van halen song and there's only another one that was kind of rivaling for it but um yeah it's another obviously a synth heavy tune um great intro build up to it. There's lots of those silly road toms that I'm not really a fan of, um, but a great chorus. And I also I'm not a Michael McDonald fan, but I just recently found out that he helped co-write this too. So, Really? I
0: didn't know that.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize that either. It makes sense, I guess, if you listen to that opening piano part.
0: Yeah, I guess. You know, but yeah,
1: I just love this song.
0: Okay, we'll get a little taste.
1: Oh, there's gonna be the rototom part. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm
0: oh, sorry. Okay, we're just talking about the rototom part. So, so what's cool about the rototom part? You just there's do, nothing do, cool do, 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 about do. it. You just you just like it.
1: Alex Van, H- I don't know what it is about his drums, but they've always just sounded weird to me. Even the snare. I think he like put duct tape all over it, and he had just some. Uh, they were just tuned a little different. I guess it makes sense in the '80s. It sounded a little maybe to match the synth. Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, it w- it just, that thing, it worked. It was kind of weird and silly, but it works for the songs. Okay,
0: well, maybe let's see if we get the rototone in a right. second. Happy? <laughs> as good as it gets. <laughs> All right, so that's your number two. So let me go to my number two, and then we can talk about our joint number one, because I think we are going to have the same number one. Yeah. Just because I'm kind of doing the process of elimination, and you never know. Um, but we we haven't said House of Pain yet, so I, I, I think that, that may be coming <laughs> up, which is a good song, by the way. It's just a lot of these songs that don't make and I know there's songs that you probably, whoever you are listening to this, love by Van Halen that we may not discuss. There are so many good songs. It's really a challenge to pull it into 12. It, it is. It's like you pull in, and there's a lot of really good songs, but there's just songs that just step out from that that we kind of tried to pull in. At least I did. And then if you like keyboard songs or, you know, foo-foo stuff, then Jake will get that for you. So (laughs) so we're all good. My number two is a a song we heard early on uh, from Jake, and I'm putting it here at my number two. Uh, It's off of Van Halen 1, and it's Running With The Devil. It's (laughs) the panning of the rhythm guitar. This was like the whole feel of his guitar. He doesn't completely go crazy on this song, but as soon as Eruption hits... You'll notice that right after Eruption hits, the next couple songs are just like balls to the wall, guitar, mayhem. Yeah, this yeah. one's
1: kind of a slower pace trudging along. The pulse of Michael the Anthony's power, bass. Like, boom, yeah, it's boom, boom. just...
0: And then that little piano. Mm. That's the only piano I really love by Ben Halen. <laughs> right? You know, the little, little walk down. Yeah, the panning of the guitar is the... He, he. What they did is they took Eddie and they put him... They put his cabinet in, in Sunset Towns. They have a, a reverb room. And he put it in there. They put it with that plus they put an additional plate reverb in their reverb room on on that to get that kind of ridiculous heavy thunderous (laughs) power chords that he used so uh, let's hear a little bit of Running With The Devil the number two the second best song ever by Van (laughs) Allen. And once again, we have all these songs on our playlist, so please listen to them. That's number two. So let's do number one. Do you want to do it first? I guess I'm up to do it, so we'll talk about three. it together. Hot for Teacher?
1: <laughs> oh, I picked uh, Dance the Night Away.
0: Dance the Night Away is your number one? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hot for Teacher, I, I figured it's the only song that's not there. It has awesome drums, awesome guitars. Well, and that's the thing. Like, It's not even because of it. I mean, the
1: drums are obviously a standout part of the world, this, though, right? signature songs. Yeah, the video. Yeah um yeah i mean the drums are great but even that like the the opening drum part i think it's like double layered anyway it's like he's not even i mean you can play that part as a one person but i think he tracked two things going on at the same time also which is kind of cheating i feel like but
0: did he really i, I think yeah he, I there's two it real. two
1: tracks i think he, um the kick drums were two different um
0: i think he has four bass drums up there does. but he had it kind of the, the double bass pedals working in a different way, so you can hit, you can do. It hey, like, may have. Like, I've
1: like, heard. I we should look into this more because I don't want to misspeak. But I, I think know. I heard I, that I there was um, a multi so. uh, multi layered um, tracking going on with this too. Either way, though, um, what he does when the verse kicks in though is cool. How he has like that kind of um, the left foot is a little bit of delay that gives it that kind of swing to the whole song. So um, even if uh, the first part aside, it's the, that that eight, eighth note shuffle that he kind of gives to make it. Give it that swing and it just takes off. That song just takes off and pushes the whole time.
0: Yeah, it was it was interesting that the uh this is the, the final single ever recorded by the original lineup with everybody. Mm. Uh this is their final single, Love 1984, which came out in uh, October. October. This interesting little tidbit. They have a lot of like hidden things in their uh their video. For example, when the woman's on oh, the bo- yeah. dancing on the board It's like numbers on the the numbers on the board. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say what it says. But if you look at the But it's alphabet. numbers in the alphabet, and if it's reversed on the video. So if you take it from right to left instead of left to right, oh, it is. the numbers are 8, 15, 12, 25, 19, 8, 9, 20. And it's holy, holy poop. Yeah. That sort of thing. So <laughs> it's, it's there, yeah. It's, mm. it's actually not poop, but yeah, it's close.
1: And the choreography is pretty good in the video, too. Oh, the, it's the, fantastic. Uh...
0: <laughs> I mean, and that dude that they play, Waldo, it's great. <laughs>
1: And I think that's Phil Hartman's voice in there too. is it really? Uh, yeah, I narrating Waldo's voice.
0: And they had the the drums in the beginning, obviously, or just killer mm-hmm. and then they it comes into the that iconic sort of uh which is what yeah, I, the, I learned at solo. one point in my life, which I don't even know if I can play anymore. I probably could if you gave me like five minutes to do it, but uh the Hopper teacher, the the finger tapping is pretty awesome. Anyway. it's fantastic that album really hot for teacher was like the staple for me on that that's why okay. i loved it and why i would have thought running into this and now as we walk back mm. van halen one was by number of songs that i chose yeah. van halen one was the highest for me i didn't wasn't expecting that i was expecting 1984 to be a little heavy i almost went dropped at legs at one point i like uh, top jimmy too yeah that's but, I, but i couldn't quite get them in the top 12 i, I kept playing around at the top end mm. a ton of good songs on 1984 uh, and it's a good mm. album it has to i still have I it on tape really good
1: i even have um fair warning on vinyl and you know i think there's a signature on this i got this from some old lady okay um there's a signature in there and i think it's eddie van halen i don't know if you have a, a signature somewhere we could compare it to but maybe i'm sitting on a an album with a signature on it. Really? <laughs> I, I don't know i mean either someone maybe pretended to be him and signed it or it actually is his. i don't know the story behind okay. it so Oh wow, that's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah I have a, I, you know, I have a bunch of those on cassette too. Um, mm-hmm. I think Fair Warning—that was when I really got into Van Halen. It was just because I was into that heavy sort of Judas Priest and that sort oh, yeah. of stuff, and. uh it kind of jumped in with that pretty easy. Judas Priest, yeah. Yeah, I know. No, sorry. Uh, Some uh, Turbo Lover. Yeah. So, <laughs> stand by for excitement. Salvation I, You da, know da, 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 da. I have a special place in my heart for Priest. Down on your knees. If you please. Anyway, anyway. This isn't a Judas <laughs> Priest name. I'm sorry. Final verdict on the beer. What do we got? Good Of all the
1: beers I've had, this is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so...
0: Look can you if you, if you, if you hear that,
1: print that on your bottle and give me, give me royalties. For
0: that. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, thanks so much. We're going to try and try to put a video out every week that we don't have a podcast out. So it's going to be, uh, every two weeks we'll have a podcast and every two weeks we'll have a video. So we're going to try to do that for a little bit and see how that works. If we can hold up with that schedule. Thank you so much for being a part of the show in two weeks. <laughs> We're gonna be doing Van Hagar, mm-hmm. the rest of the story, and now for the rest of the story, <laughs> and then we have to do uh, the Gary Sharon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, uh,
1: can't even say with the straight face. Uh, oh, yeah, I, no.
0: <laughs> let's go through Van Halen three. Okay, and we'll pick the best song and the worst song off of van halen 3 and we'll talk about that you bring your best and worst off of van halen 3 which is painful that we have to listen to it yeah you're giving me a tall order here i think it's porno graffiti is probably my best and more than worst would be be my worst i don't know but uh i have to go listen to it again i could be wrong (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks so much bless you and i'll see you in a couple weeks bye now